0: Saturday everybody, June 11th year 2011 I'm Walton Hughes, it's nice and warm out here in California, hope it's nice wherever you may be tonight, and Patricia and I hopefully are going to entertain you throughout the evening and early morning hours, as we're going to stay up and have fun, that's what we do around here on Saturday night, and but first, let's share a prayer, dear Lord, thank you for the opportunity of, a warm fellowship as we gather around our computers and radios out there. But the listeners supporters of the station. Look after all those who might be going through very serious difficulties in their life. If it's emotional, spiritual, financial, whatever it might be. We ask this in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. Okay, while well, I'm gonna go and call Patricia, we're gonna hear a little bit of the music of orange Tucker who we just lost, not too long ago this year. Warren made to to almost, I think, around... I think he did make it to 100. And one of the great bands of the 1930s, and he had his great singer, Wee Bonnie Baker. Here we go. The
1: National Broadcasting Company presents... Warren Tucker and his
2: orchestra. Mm-hmm.
3: you me. Yeah. you.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, at this time, Mutual is pleased and proud to welcome back to its nationwide network of stations the nation's hit tune makers, Oren Tucker and his orchestra. His music coming to you from the Empire Room of the Hotel Waldorf Astoria, 50th Street and Park Avenue in New York City. And here he is, the maestro, Oren Tucker. Thank you, Tom Slater, and good evening, ladies and gentlemen. It's a pleasure being with you again. Our first melody tonight let's all sing together. Here we are. Of all the bones, sweet magic light, I wouldn't have you in my. continue with Darn That Dream.
0: And we're gonna turn down wee Bonnie Baker with the Oranc Oran Tucker Orchestra. Oran just passed away a few months ago, made it to one hundred. And he was the one of the last band leaders who had a gold records from the nineteen thirties. And with that information, hello Patricia.
4: Hello. Alden.
0: Hi. Stuff. Stuff is good. Stuff is running all over.
4: Oh my goodness.
0: Stuff is is wherever one could be. Stuff is falling through one garage. Stuff is stuff is all over here.
4: Well, maybe maybe you need a vacation? No Just let somebody sorta of take over? No. No, huh? No, I I got
0: I got Sprint stuff in the garage, which I got Dads going through the 29 boxes of film. And I got stuff here in the house, and I got stuff to do, and stuff to be, and stuff to play.
4: Sounds like leaving home is a good idea after all.
0: Well, I don't know. If I could combine both of them, I'd be a happy camper.
4: How are you going to do that?
0: Well, with today's modern technology, I'm going to take everybody with me. That way I can go on vacation and still do my stuff.
4: Okay. Maybe you could find a magic wand to squash everything down. <laughs> <laughs> Little compressions. Let's do this right. Hi everybody. Happy Saturday.
0: Hey, hey, hey. Happy Saturday. It's June 11th here. June 2011. 11th. Yes. And 714 545 our number. We're up. We're running. We're willing to take calls. We're right. willing to talk we're to everybody. to come
4: out and play tonight.
0: Yes, yes, yes.
4: Yes, and we've got stuff. I've got stuff all over the place.
0: And you can call in early because next Saturday Patricia will be late because this will be we're going to move up the Colorado show and the Wayne trip show next weekend because the following weekend Wong off to play hooky. So this is this is our big show. This is our last full show of of, the, of a Saturday night for the month
4: you heard that, everybody. This is not my fault. When he comes back and says, Patricia, see what you made us do? Yes. I didn't.
0: You didn't. You really didn't?
4: Pardon? Yeah, you
0: really haven't done that.
4: No, I haven't been been bad. Yeah,
0: I know. I've been the one gone off and play and left you home. This is true. You know? Every time we've been running late, it's because of Walden. This is true. Every time Walden takes time off, it's because of Walden. This is true. Hmm. When are you going on vacation?
4: Me? You. Well, I'm not allowed to take vacation. I know. Still in my in my contract. Here. I know, I know. But you'll let me do it anyway.
0: Mm-hmm. I'll renegotiate. We we'll no, go. Oh, really? We'll go week by week options.
4: Okay. Well, how about giving a phone number? We usually start out with a bang.
0: 714-545-2071. I guess they all fell asleep listening to the sweet music of Owen Tucker. Mm,
4: maybe they thought we weren't going to be on tonight. <laughs> <laughs> but somebody held them up, and that somebody was me. No. I did that. I'm going to cover for you.
0: I'm going to cover for you. I'm going to cover. It's
4: uh-huh. Wrong fault.
0: You're so good to me. I know it. You're so good to me. Anybody want to call us? Anybody want to call and help this family squabble, you're welcome to call it seven one four five four five two zero seven one. 545 2071 It's not really
4: a squabble, we're just here. Uh, no. 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 He-
0: took four, 29 boxes of films uh, and moved it out of storage and put it all in our garage. And we're going... I didn't th- think
4: you had any more room in the garage. How did you do that?
0: Mom agreed and said, let's get this organized. So she agreed to move, all the, move the cars out of the garage.
4: I was just going to ask if that's what you wound up doing.
0: Yes. So, it is a it is a you know, a Unpacking files, these are like, you know, six feet, four feet tall, big, gigantic boxes of film, 16 millimeter films, 35 millimeter films of TV shows, which were shortened and getting ready to take up to uh, a gentleman to transfer a lot of uh, stuff, like, uh, for people who may or may not know, Frank Besey had a TV show in the 70s called The Golden Days of Radio on Television It was on CBS. He was nominated for an Emmy. And we're going to get this transferred and make this available to the listeners. So you can watch a shadow recreation. You can watch a first-nighter. You can watch Johnny Mathis, Edgar Bergen, and Charlie McCarthy perform on Frank Besey's TV show. Is this cool or what? That is cool. And so we got... Uh, so I signed an agreement this week, or had an agreement last week, to start syndicating the TV show *Dangerous Assignment in, in, in New York and in Dallas. New York, too! In New York, too. I, this week, met with a film producer, and we are planning to come up with a radio show. And I'm open to ideas. This might be a great for the listeners. Uh, a friend of mine, who I've known since seventy had contacted me and said, Walden, yes, what old-time radio shows would make a really good TV or film project today? So I went gone out and got the rights, and so we're starting from the top, and so I gave them about 18 to 20, and we're going to see which one of the concepts we're going to try to convert into modern television or a film. So I had a big meeting Thursday afternoon to take care of that. Uh, so I left him with enough reading material to fill up half the library of Congress, but that's okay. Just <laughs> you know, long two cents humor. Let's see. Uh, work on the uh, rep convention, uh, two, is? which is two weeks away or less.
4: And what are you going to be doing there?
0: I don't because 'cause we're still working on it, but. <laughs>
4: um, <laughs> It's going to be two weeks was, away, but. Was it true. Well,
0: we we are planning to do Phil Harris, Alice Faye. Brian wants to add some new touches. That's my buddy, Brian C. Haygood, my co-producer. So we'll fan the Phil Harris, Alice Faye show. We're going to play the one that he, uh, they lose the engagement ring in the sink. And so they got to figure out how to get it out. Anytime when you get Frank and Phil loose in the kitchen, it should be a pretty good show. Um, we're going to do a musical. One blind light challenges. This year we're going to do the Judy Garland movie, It Meet Me in St. Louis. Uh, we're doing Lights Out and X-1, directed by Michael James Casey. We're doing um, The Three Skills and Key.
2: We're
0: that doing, is spooky. Yes. And we're doing with modern technology. Tim has designed these running rats. The
4: squeaking rats. Uh-huh. The running rats. The
0: running. And we're having it in effect. We're going to set up the room that the rats are going to be running behind you, in front of you, sitting oh, next wow. to you.
4: Oh, gosh.
2: 3D. Uh huh.
0: <laughs> yeah. So we're going to do something totally different that you've never seen this. So we're going to have the rats sit in the seat with you as you're you're watching the performance on stage.
4: Yeah. Would you give just a a real quick thumbnail sketch on Three Skeleton Key because it is one of the more popular spooky Mm -hmm. radio shows, and it was on... I guess, three different times? Correct,
0: correct, three different times.
4: One of them was with Vincent Price. Which
0: is the one I'm most familiar with, my favorite. uh
4: uh-huh. and there was one with William Conrad. William
0: Conrad, and the other one with uh, Ted Reed, Elliot Reed. It, it
4: was Ted Reed, okay. Yeah,
0: yeah. And Ted Reed, I think, was the original.
4: Well, he did a marvelous job on the, it. I thought it was Ted Reed. Mm-hmm. And um, he, he did, he, it was a very difficult role for all of them. Because there was so much monologue in it. Mm-hmm. They, are you there?
2: Yes. Okay, I heard a
4: click, and, I, you know, I'm, I'm kind of fragile with my connections tonight. Uh-huh. I've something before, so I'm choking half to death here. <laughs> um, and that's just for when I disappear for a minute. <laughs> People yeah. know that I am not. Uh, I haven't dropped dead. I'm just yeah. sitting here coughing. Yeah. Um, but it, I remember Elliot Reed talking about that particular role right? because not only was it a strain from I – mean, you talk for half an hour, for goodness sakes. Yes. We can do that because we, we don't shut up. No. <laughs> <laughs> when you do it with a script, not only is it an exhausting stretch, but you have to get the words perfect. Correct. You have to give a perfect delivery. You cannot trip up on the words. You know what's coming. It's um, a a really tense, tense show. The premise of the show, uh, a a ship shows up in the harbor. There are no people on it, and they suddenly realize they're in the lighthouse. There are three of them in the lighthouse, is that correct? Correct. Three. Uh Three people in the lighthouse, and they suddenly realize that there's nobody left on the ship because it's overrun with rats. the rats have figured out a way to get onto the shore and into the lighthouse, and they spend the entire show trying to stay one step ahead of the rats that are gnawing through the doors, they're gnawing through the floors, and they keep going higher and higher and higher. And I'm not going to give away the end of it, but it is just one of those hair-raising, spooky stories, and you hear the rats throughout the entire show. You can hear the rats coming. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it's going to be a great show. Boy, when you have rats scurrying around behind people. Uh-huh. Do you have Do you have smelling salts and stuff?
0: <laughs> we haven't thought of that far advanced. I mean,
4: really, because some of these are older people yeah, who I know. are in the audience. We
0: can always hand them earplugs.
4: Oh, I that's great, Walden. <laughs> we got a radio show, and you're going to be issuing earplugs. <laughs> this is good thinking. I, I thought more of you than that.
0: I know you did, but I was just trying to get a smile. You did. Okay. But <laughs> yeah. um, so, see, so we're working on that. Uh-huh. We're working on... We're going to do the untold story of how the I Love Lucy TV show got put together. This will be the premiere debut. Uh, Greg Oppenheimer... Greg Oppenheimer has a screenplay, uh-huh. and we're going to adapt it to radio.
4: And oh. Greg Oppenheimer's dad developed the I Love Lucy show. Correct. Oh, is he the main writer for them as well?
0: Yes, he was the head writer. Jess Oppenheimer. Jess worked for Jack Benny. He did the screen guild. He uh, um, has quite a successful career. Um, he, he was the head writer for the Fred Astaire show. That must've been fun, you know, a guy tap dancing on on the radio.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: Um. Anyway, so so uh, so Greg is gonna try this out. We are also uh what else we're gonna do? We're gonna do a Spence, um, the screaming woman. You know, originally starring Margaret O'Brien when she was ten years old. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're gonna do a Ghostly. I've been working with Sherry Mitchell, getting all her arrangement this week, that going up to Seattle. We're going to do a celebration of her career on Sunday morning. So I've been hunting down and arranging for uh, a lot of the old TV shows, looking for copies of those, that way people can watch it. Um, so, also we're working on broadcasting here in Just the USA, if everything goes right. Hello there, you're on the air. So, what's happening in your area? Well, it's nice and warm, Ron. I mean, I'm just, you know, I don't have any meal service yet, no pizza delivery. Hey,
5: listen, um, so what's happening next week, Saturday?
0: Uh, Patricia will be late because Wong's going to be playing the uh, Colorado show. So, it'll be about 12.30 or so when Patricia comes on. And then in two weeks from now, I'll be up in Seattle for six days, producing the old-time radio convention in Seattle. And we are going to be, we're working with Finster, that's Paul Maserick. We're going to be broadcasting that puppy live. Uh, And we're going to do a better better hookup than we ever had before. In the past, we used cell phone technology. We're going to bypass that and go with high-speed internet coverage.
2: Oh!
0: Yeah. So,
2: oh,
5: that'll be
0: cool. Yeah, so it should, it should sound a whole heck of a lot better. Yeah.
5: So... Now, um, when will you start broadcasting live on a convention?
0: Friday morning starting at night. Uh, well, around 8.45 in the morning, Sorry. West Coast.
5: West Coast time. Okay. Yeah.
0: So that way Patricia doesn't have to get up too early. We built around her schedule. <laughs>
5: <laughs> I don't blame you. I would too, yeah. So that'd be perfect for Patricia. That's right.
0: It's noon. So that time when breakfast comes in, and we'll be on till midnight, both Friday and Saturday, and then Sunday morning we'll come back on around 9:45 and go till about noon.
5: Hmm.
0: And then we'll get. Boy, them. what a
5: weather! And who's gonna help you? Um, I think Dr. Beale is gonna be there. Or nope, nope.
0: He he sticks in New Jersey. It'd be. Our friend, Paul Mazurek, who we see in the chat room, he's going to be the engineer. I will be split up in three different places, practically. I'll be running the convention. I will be doing most all the interviews on stage. And when something goes wrong, it gets, I'm one of the two persons that get thrown in his lap. So it's going to be one of the
4: rats in the back of the room. That's too. true. <laughs> <laughs> oh.
5: Hi, Ron. You'll holding, yeah, you'll end up holding the cheese or uh-huh. something
0: like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm 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 one of the three dirty rats. I'm not a dirty rat. One of the three stooges.
5: Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's gonna be nice. It's gonna be good. We'll be looking forward to uh, hearing some of the live feeds from. Oh, and that's true.
0: We we also and we booked some uh, some good friends. Um, Dick Van is gonna make the trip up. And my our buddy Ben Cooper, who Patricia helped in the interview with Frank Brzee a few years ago, Ben's gonna make the trip up. Oh, and we'll have Shirley and Gloria and Beverly Washburn and Rosemary Rice and and Ivan Curry, who is Bobby Benson. We need to get Bobby Benson on the radio just for you. Oh,
4: gosh, we need to get Jack French, too. Yep,
0: yeah, yeah. And uh, Stuffy Singer and Tommy Cook and just a bunch of people from old-time radio days will be up there.
5: So, Tommy Cook should be fun.
0: He is fun. He is fun. He is, uh, we're going to have him on the show, uh, the, the, the few days after his birthday. His birthday is July the 5th, so that following weekend, uh, we're going to have him on the show, I'll have him on the show, and we'll guess I always like to get him on, around his birthday and just have him tell stories. Okay, he is the storyteller. Anybody who will admit that he got caught in the bathroom doing handstands. And got locked in when Little Beaver went with both me on mic. You gotta love it.
6: <laughs> <That's>,
5: <laughs> that should be fun. Um, Patricia, I am really enjoying the stuff that you sent me. I am enjoying uh, the Hardy family, especially because I haven't heard them, you know, for years. And so, fun? Andy Hardy and
4: other
5: yeah. and Mother, they're good stuff.
4: I'm so glad I was able to find something. They're not easy to find. I did. I, I, I did. They're
5: not wait, easy I, to find.
4: How many do you have? Eight? Uh,
5: What's, I'm going to ask you how you found them because that's your secret. But that's great stuff.
4: Oh, I'm glad. I'm, I'm glad. I listened to them while I was making your CD. I listened to them. and They're just so much fun. They're funny. Yeah,
5: they're fun. They're fun. And, of course, you are there is really interesting because... I know it's recreated, but it's good stuff.
4: Yes, it is. Yes, it is. It was a really high-quality show. Is the sound okay? Because I don't have an opportunity to check the sound on all of the shows that I send out.
5: The sound is okay. It's great. Oh, good.
4: Okay. At least enjoyable?
5: Enjoyable. Very much so. Okay. And so, I sometimes when I go to bed, I put my dish man with my headset and, I go to bed with meat Millie, I go to bed with whatever, you know, so it's
4: it, fun. It's fun. It's cool. You did ask for some unusual ones which delighted me because now I have them in my files and uh, so I'm I'm happy. I'm a happy camper.
5: So when you come back, Walden in July, we'll start our Christmas in July. Is that what we're gonna do? I have
0: to ah. ask I have to ask the first lady of Yesterday USA what's our schedule. You know, I'm assuming so, but, you know.
4: Christmas all month.
0: That's true. So I'm assuming July 2nd.
4: I have Christmas stories and Christmas um, shows and Christmas fun trivia and maybe even some Christmas guests.
5: uh, (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that sounds like fun. Well, it should be fun. Christmas in July. Yes.
4: We would have it 12 months if we let him. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, in a movie called but, Christmas... You no, know, that's, that's not really true. You would have birthday for six months and Christmas for six months. And probably trying to find a way to overlap them. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah.
5: yeah, that's a good one. Try to overlap them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, Wally, when does the convention start? It starts on a Friday? Correct. And I, ends on a Sunday?
0: Correct, yeah. I'm leaving Wednesday. The, conven- the convention starts Friday uh, morning. And go till Sunday at, until noon. Then I'm uh, staying over a couple couple days. So that way I can catch up on my sleep. And then I'll come home and do a radio show.
5: Yeah. You know. So where where, you, where is the convention at in
0: Seattle? It's called the Bellevue Coast Hotel. It's 20 minutes outside. And if you go to the the reps uh, convention web, there are clips up there. At reps Showcase uh-huh. We have an, a five-minute interview with Troy Mitchell up there. We have uh, little announcements uh, with Beverly Washburn, Rosemary Wright, Tommy Cook promoting it. So we have sound bites and everything up. And we also have uh, audio of past recreations and YouTube of some of the recreations and interviews we've done over the years up on the website now. So people can go look at that and uh, can see pictures and have a good time.
5: So, R E P, is that what
0: it is? R E P S.
5: R E P S? Showca-
0: yeah, Reps Showcase.
4: Dot
0: or org. Showcase. Dot com. Org. Is it dot org? Yeah. Okay. Org. Okay, I know repsonline.org. Right. And then we have reps showcase. Oh, oh,
4: I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, I need to pay attention here. Let me, let me check that. Yeah,
5: you're paying attention. We're going to ask questions later on.
4: Oh, I'm going to have trivia questions, and I won't win anything if yeah. I don't you pay wanna,
5: attention.
0: Yeah. You want, g- you want, you want, p- you wanna punch that in for me, Patricia? If Doing that. Reps showcase. I think it's com.
4: Yeah. i <laughs> <laughs> <That's, That's, laughs> <funny>. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Say what? taking <laughs> me, I almost choked to death ten minutes before the show, and you're making fun of me.
5: I know, I'm sorry. That's all right. Cruel. That's you, cruel. It's cruel. It's cruel.
4: You hang your head and feel sorry.
0: Hang
5: your oh, head, I Tom Dooley. Yes,
4: I, I apologize. RepsShowcase.com and RepsOnline.org.
0: And so Reps Showcase is the actual convention and
4: information
0: patricia. right yeah you can see what we get even patricia maybe want to describe a little bit we have pictures up there and, and pictures
4: col- all across the top i don't recognize many of these
5: people yeah then um, there's a place to listen live i'm not listening live but there's
0: audio clips up there audio clips um, up there. You know what
5: the, you okay okay audio clips
4: uh-huh what's fun on the pictures is that the black and white ones of the uh, performers we know in their own role, like Jack Benny. Right. And the black and white ones are across the top, and then the today ones are across the bottom. Ah. And I wouldn't recognize most of them because I've never met these
0: kids. I know. Well, I guess you look at the you have to look at the captions.
4: Special guests, YouTube. Oh, we've got some YouTube stuff. Uh-huh. Um, And we've got information about performances. Yep. Panel discussions. Yep. Dinner and brunch with the stars. Yep. This is great.
2: And...
5: Oh, is the, food, is the food provided to the computer? I mean, if you press a button, will it come to my house? <laughs> Wait, I
2: certainly hope so. We've
5: got hash browns, sausage, you know,
4: and oh, boy, eggs, bacon, stone, boy. Man.
5: Yeah. Um, Listen, Patricia, Patricia, do you have Ford Theater in your in your list?
4: I do not. Is that something you would like?
5: Well, I'm going to send you some. You, you have some? Yeah, we're going to send you some okay. the Ford Theater. When I get them within a month, you'll get them. Uh, Ford Theater? And how about uh, Victory Day, V-Day? You got some of those stuff? Well, I have a lot of
4: um, I have a lot of World War II stuff, and I have some V-Day um, goodies. But, I mean, you know, there's so much out there, so I'm confident what you've got is probably not well, we'll what i got. we you can
5: Ford Theater for sure, though, okay? So you can, you can think that it'll come to you within a month. Okay. Say that again. You, you can count on it coming to you. Oh, thank you.
4: Thank you. All right. Now I'm going to ask you some questions because I haven't, um, I, I don't have anything on my list to send you. Uh,
5: oh, you don't have, you're, you're, you're good. Uh, I'll let you know. Anyway, we'll, we'll talk about that later on. But anyway, I just thought I'd chime in early tonight. Because I'm wide awake. <laughs>
0: oh. You're not gonna go to bed? It's it's it's,
5: it's only like five some it's only like five something in the afternoon.
2: yeah.
5: Uh, so wait, I... wait a minute here. I'll I'll tell you. What. Hang on one second. Okay. No new messages. Wait now. Wait a minute. No new messages, <laughs> right? Oh. Wait now. Where is it? Where is it? Saturday, five, ten p.m. See. It's only 5 p.m.
4: p.m., so you can stay with us forever. Wow. Well.
0: So are you going to be able to get up at 6 in the morning to hear the convention?
5: <laughs> of course. Okay. <laughs> no, serious. Yeah, I will, because, yeah, I like I like li- live, listening to live stuff, and I'm always excited about people who are at an old-time radio convention. Yep. And, yeah, it's
2: great stuff.
0: What, one of the things we're going to do right off, um, Dave Parker, who is, wrote his PhD in Old Ranger, was an actor on the Old Ranger show, it has a brand new DVD out, The History of Radio, and we're going to talk about that play a part of it, and he and I are going to talk about how to put together this brand new video on The History of, uh, of Radio, so that's something a little different, and and it's going to be fun to talk to a lot of people and a lot of interviews and we'll have a really good time.
5: Is that DVD for sale on, on his website? It, or it was was d-
0: it's, it's DVD for sale and we'll be able to give out uh, information how people can order it and you can order it directly from him and he'll ship it out and it's very good. He does a great job. You have
5: some of it already?
0: Yep. yep. Oh. And so been, he's been showing parts of it over the last couple of years at the convention, now he has it completely done. So it's going to be interesting. He interviews sound effects men, he devotes a whole seg- segment to sound effects, how sound effects get put together. He devotes a segment to the writers and a segment to the actors and, and get people's thoughts and opinions who worked during the golden days. And he underscores it with all radio shows. Wow, So it's a nice concept.
5: Anyway, I'll be listening to you guys. All right. I have a Reps for you. Reps. Wait, hold it. Reps. Showcase.com.
0: Right. 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 That's where you can get the information. And you can listen to it live here on Yesterday
5: USA. Yeah, but I want to listen to um, some of the uh, clips. Yeah, that's I,
0: Reps. Showcase.
5: Uh, yeah, I want to see what it's like to have lunch with you. you. <laughs> Whole time radio.
0: Well, Patric- Patricia can tell you because she's had lunch with me on several occasions.
5: You know, i I like to hear, um, and you said there's, there's, in that website, there's some live, um, um, like, things that you recreated Uh over
0: there or something? Yep. For example, one of the things you can watch, uh, Brian and I did You Bet Your Life with Frank Fronte, who is the guy who does the one-man show on Groucho March. And the one that we showed, Patricia helped us, is when Jack Benny in disguise was a, a contestant of You Bet Your Life so what we have on YouTube is Eddie Kill being Jack Benny in disguise as a contestant on You Bet Your Life
5: but it's on Rep's Showcase
0: uh-huh.
4: on YouTube right
0: now right right Patricia I think you should Just click link on YouTube to
4: YouTube up on the website yep on the Showcase website Yep. okay and you
0: can hear our version we did a musical we did Wizard of Odds we have a gal who is uh... nineteen years old who I've just got back from performing at Carnegie Hall, and we had her be Dorothy in Wizard of Oz, and this year we're going to have her play the Judy Garland part of Meet Me in St. Louis. And
5: did she sing over the radio? Oh,
0: yeah. Oh, yeah.
4: Dynamite performance. I watched it when it first went up on YouTube, Ron. It was wonderful. Yes. Really outstanding. So,
0: um, you know, last year what she did, uh, she sang... You Made Me Love You, remember the song that Judy Garland sang to Clark Gable in the 30s, and and Kate McKnight, the little girl, just knocked the whole... M- she did so well. In the green room, Chuck McCann and Robert Easton asked her to sing it a cappella, just for them, in the green room. Okay, she was, she is such a terrific singer. So this year, because, you know, Me being St. Louis had such great song from the trolley song to have yourself a little Merry Christmas to the boy next door, you know, such great song. We're going to have her sing throughout Uh, the whole thing.
5: Chuck Shaden is still in business or what? Yeah,
0: Chuck Shaden is. In fact, he has a brand new website up uh, with his interviews. You can go to his website, ChuckShaden.com, I think it's, or whatever Chuck Shaden might be, and you can listen to his past interviews. Oh, wow.
5: So he's still around? Yep. Because he was a big um, trade person, too, at one time. Oh, yeah.
0: So he's retired, trading out of Chicago, but uh, he just put up a brand-new website.
5: Ah, interesting. All right, well, we'll be looking forward to all these different websites. Don't
4: hang up. Don't hang
5: up. What are you going to tell me?
4: I want to ask you two things. Ask. In our Christmas shows, we've got five Saturdays in our Christmas shows. Mm-hmm. Do you think you could talk your uh, group into letting us call you and singing a Christmas song like Jingle Bells or something?
5: I will let you know. I will let you know. I'll, think they I'll might do that? that to you, okay? Yeah. We'll, we'll figure it out.
4: And uh, that's only. I mean, don't. I, I don't want to overstate. No, no, no.
5: <laughs> I know, I know. But we'll figure it out. I think we can. It's possible. Oh, but i got to figure the time and everything else. In.
4: Uh-huh. That, that would be so cool. They were just so much fun. And they sounded great uh, on uh, New Year's Eve. They, they sang "Old Lang Syne on New Year's Eve. I mean, it was just
5: great. It was, yeah, it was fun. Well, we'll think of something for sure, okay?
4: Okay. Well, I have a second and, question for you. Oh. And you can take this one with you. If you don't know the answer, you can take this one with you. I will leave it out there, and it's a double whammy question. Whoever gets the answer gets two. I'll I'll even fill up a DVD. Forget the two CDs. I'll fill up a DVD with whatever they want. What was Chief Gates' first name? And we've talked about this one before. What was that? Chief Gates on the Great Gildersleeve. What was his first name? Chief Gates. What did you say? Chief Gates.
5: Oh, Chief Gates.
4: Uh-huh. On the oh, okay. shoulder sleeve.
5: Next? What's the next question?
4: What was his first name?
5: Yeah. Okay.
4: You want the next Is that what you're saying? let the next What's one. the next question? Do you want a second oh. question?
5: Yeah. Um, What's the next question?
4: All right, the next question, and we've talked about this one before too, so you got to get it. In the great gildersleeve. Now I know you like the great gildersleeve, right? Do. Yeah. All right. In the great gildersleeve, what was
5: Mr. Peavy's first name? <laughs> That's a good one. I always just call him Peavy. That's my his first name. Well, if I get it, I'll call you back. That. that sounds good. Wait, somebody else beats me to it. What?
0: I-, I got one for you. Then you can look this one up too. Where's Leroy and Markie's last name?
5: Leroy
0: what? What's Forrester. the last name? Oh good, all right, you got good.
4: that one, all
5: right. all right.
4: All right, Ron, you you have to win something. Now I have to get something to you. What would you like? What haven't you been able to find that I might be able to
5: squirrel up? No, 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 we'll discuss it. I'll either email it to you or whatever. Okay. Email back and forth, okay? Okay. We'll talk to you later. All right, Ron, thanks for calling. I'll be listening. All right. Oh,
0: good night, Ron. You know, I was thinking last week we were talking about the story where Pat Boone told me about how he broke in the radio. And I have that queued up, too, tonight. We can put that in.
4: Excellent. Would you turn me up a notch or two? Uh Uh-huh.
0: Testing one, two, three, four,
4: five. Here we are.
0: Okay. Notch me up. Is that better? Notch one more.
4: Oh, man. What are we up to? Well, we're getting up there. Okay, I can have one of two things. I can have either high or clear. (laughs) (laughs) Or low or clear, I guess.
0: Okay, there you go. You're about at the five level.
4: Okay, that's better. Okay. That's cool. Good. Thank you. This particular phone system is not as loud as the other one was, so my little delicate ears aren't being damaged.
0: I guess not. That's why you don't pay the big bucks.
4: I (sighs) pardon. You know? I don't pay the big bucks.
0: Yeah.
4: I paid a fortune for this. Did I tell you? I, I kind of I didn't go toe to toe with them, but I just wasn't going to back down.
0: I know. I know. I haven't heard the uh, I haven't heard about your 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 meeting. I knew all of them went to this went to some lady who was going to help you out. So
4: I'll tell you what I got back.
0: Okay. Seven one four five four
6: five two zero seven one. Hello, there. Yeah, it's Kurt from La Hey, how you doing, Kurt, Kurt? How are you? Okay. Um. Had some problems yesterday, but doing better, and I go to see the um, assistant for the oncologist on Tuesday, which leads me to believe that it must be good news because I don't have to see the real doctor.
4: That's true. Great. (laughs)
6: um, And, um, yeah, I I don't know if you told Walden that I, I got the CDs and appreciated them a lot, I didn't and,
4: tell him. I did tell him that you are in the group that appreciates really fine sound. I'm in the group that, as long as I can understand the show, I'm having a good time.
6: But the second group, you're in the second. Well, group. sometimes, hmm. sometimes uh, the the sound is is you know is difficult enough to understand that it, it you know. And it, it makes it actually, you know, relatively difficult Oh, that's, to it, it, to it. that's
4: really crummy when that happens, when yeah. you can't understand the show. But as long as it sounds okay, you know, I, right. I don't mind oh, yeah. it up. And, but I did send you an email earlier tonight.
6: Oh, I haven't looked at my email. I was kind of sick yesterday and uh, last night. And so I actually, um, I looked at it earlier today, but I haven't, uh, I didn't look this evening.
4: Well, now you don't have to look because I'll tell you what's in it. Okay. I found a really good... Good version, not version, a copy of the thing on the Forble board. Oh yes, yes. Please, and I don't know if you have good quality.
6: Um, actually, that was one of the ones. Actually, that that was one of the first shows that I actually ever bought because I don't know if you ever knew Walden Wood, but I don't know if you would know about Radiola. No. I think I had that on a Radiola disc back when everything was on LPs. Oh my goodness. And. Um, yeah, I have. And yes, and that's a, such a great story. Anyway,
4: it's a wonderful story. It is. I it was, really
6: is. I was uh,
4: so pleased that I came across. Yeah,
6: there, a quality one. Yeah, so many of those stories. I mean, they're really good. And and um, you know, the, the because he was a he was he and Arch Obler. Of course, the difference the difference between him and Arch Obler was, you could always tell Obler because he always used that stream-of-consciousness kind of thinking-in-your-head type uh-huh. stuff, and he always used that, and it, 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 was, it was an inter- interesting trick and an interesting, but you could always tell it was obler because of that. And by the way, the, uh, I, have, uh, I have Napster, and one of the things that's on Napster is, is the Drop Dead album in stereo. Uh-huh. But <laughs> they spelled it wrong. Oh, dear. Obler is spelled O-B-O-L-E-R in, in the, uh, in, in the, uh, uh, on Napster.
4: You're kidding. Nope.
6: Nope, and I was very surprised.
4: Now, I mean, that's really inexcusable because his name is just all
6: over the place. Oh, yeah. You would certainly think him. that it would, should not be a problem. But, you know, one uh, well, could tell you for sure because I don't know, but I have a feeling because, you know, Cosby does this this thing about the chicken heart. You know, he does the whole routine about the chicken heart and the Jello uh, in the in the 60s, whatever it was, 63 or 64. And I am kind of wondering whether he whether he heard the Drop Dead album, not the real uh, Lights Out or Devil and Mr O program, but if he heard this copy um, on the Drop Dead album, which of course is in stereo. I don't know if you have a copy of it, but because, uh, like I said, it was on on Napster, and I they have a good copy of it, except with a spelling of the name. But I have a feeling that Cosby got this from the Drop Dead album, and not because I never heard anybody who ever heard the actual story broadcast on the radio, just just the one that. Uh,
0: I think you're probably correct. Uh, we people have speculated that because there's no recording from the actual original version of that.
6: Right. And that's, you know, and of course, um, it, you know, the Drop Dead album is, it's, I think the subtitle is a challenge of terror or uh-huh. something like that. Correct. And, um, so, and it's, it is nice to have it in, in stereo. Um, but I mean, cause you know, it was, you know, that was kind of right when stereo was being, um just kind of coming in and everybody yeah. I
0: mean well Op was short sure on cutting edge of everything he, you know you think about it, he he was one of the early to try 3d movies and oh yes you yeah. know so he always tried something yes cutting edge
6: yeah he did yeah. and um, so you know it's like all the all the stations I remember the station is up near San Francisco when I was up at the school for the blind they mm-hmm. did you know they would do stuff like with ping pong in it and all that kind of stuff to you know, to sh- to show off the fact that, you know, what stereo was really good for.
2: Mm-hmm.
6: And that was one of the big things that, you know, that, that they would do. By the way, if you hear all that music, they're having a some kind of a party here. And it's a, you know, a huge party with tables and, and obviously they play music for the whole neighborhood to hear.
0: Big old block party then. I, yeah.
6: I didn't
4: hear it until you mentioned it. I was concentrating <laughs> on what you're saying and I can hear it now.
6: But um, anyway, so yeah, I, I think, I, I'm pretty sure that that's where Cosby got mm-hmm. the idea, but it is, it's such a funny routine, um, you It's know. a great
0: piece, I mean, his routine of that is such a classic. Yes. I think it probably have introduced a whole new generation to old time radio who would never know.
6: In a sense, I think you're right. Yeah. Because, because people, you know, have no, people, especially, you know, like, it's like it's, you know the new generation. I mean, they don't even really know what what records are mm-hmm. because they don't see vinyl anymore. Although it is making a huge comeback, apparently.
0: Yeah, the, the jazz people never gave up on it. That's true. You know, they they stuck with it, but it's it's, it's making it somewhat of a but I think it's, it's costing an arm in the leg.
6: Oh yeah. You know, sure it does. Well, I remember when when CDs first came out, mm-hmm. I did not think I was going to like them, and I you know just because I thought the sound was you know I I the ones that i heard i thought well the sound is is you know different or whatever and of course within you know like an hour or two you get to where you know you how did you get along without them you know (laughs) and they're so easy to find stuff on and stuff like that but anyway i just wanted to to call in and okay you guys when are you going to be gone you guys um well here's the schedule
0: next saturday will be late i have a monthly presentation of of the monthly show from Colorado, the the old-time radio club. So Patricia will be on around 9.30. And then two weeks from tonight, I'll be up in Seattle producing the Rep Convention uh, that Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So Patricia gets to play hooky. I'll be working, but we'll be in place here. You'll be hearing the Rep Convention. I'll be on, introducing it, doing interviews, and we'll be broadcasting the recreations and and the um, interviews
6: yeah that'll be that'll be nice yeah
0: and so it's I, t-
6: I just wanted to call in and say hello to everybody yeah
4: we appreciate
6: that and uh, if i question? come up with anything new or wonderful i'll call you back <laughs> are you in the mood for a question sure but but not gildersleeve i don't i haven't listened to much gildersleeve so
4: well you're off the hook on that one edgar bergen how is that one
6: uh <laughs> well, i'll try
4: <laughs> okay well I, I think this is pretty okay he had three dummies, name two of them.
6: Well, he had Charlie McCarthy, uh-huh. Uh he had Mortimer Snurd, and I don't know whether Effie Klinker was a dummy or just a name, so. You a hoot, you got all three. But yeah, that's, um, it's, you know, it's really funny how, how his humor, of course, you could not do today. No. Because it would not, it, it, it is no longer politically correct. You know what? It's still funny.
4: It is I mean, funny, and there's so much on radio that would be considered not correct. Yes. Okay? And it's such a shame because it was great material. But
6: see, as soon as you put in politically correct political correctness, you know, you you take out the whole edge mm-hmm. that was radio, and you know, you're you're allowing people to think only what you want them to think, and I think it's a I think the, this whole business about all of that stuff is just ridiculous.
0: I was just offered to tweet 2,400 shows off the masters, and most of them would be Edgar Bergen and Charlie, Charlie McCarthy. Oh.
4: oh, be still my little Plus, heart. plus
0: Amos and Andy.
6: Oh, oh, well, I mean, that. Really?
0: Yeah. yeah, so I said, sure. Well, I'll be happy to. Uh, so we're going to get transferred into the digital format, but they were taken right off the disc.
6: Wow. That, yeah.
0: that's, so we'll put that, those back in the hobby.
6: Yeah, again, I mean, you know, people, I mean, the shows the shows were good, and if they were funny, it, you know, people worry so much about, about yeah. you know, what's correct and what isn't, and, you know, it, it's, it's, it is absurd.
4: I agree. Now this means I can send you something.
6: Well... Yeah, I, I have no idea what it would be. Money?
4: I'm still digging around for eternal light. and Oh,
6: that's, that's fine. I, I will be really surprised if, if you know, if, if you find it. Only because, like I said, I mean, I am kind of surprised that only two people that I knew of had, you know, had any of them. So I was kind of surprised.
0: Well, well I,
6: in fact, you have,
0: started, you have caused a stir. I'm getting phone calls. People are on the
2: look.
6: <laughs> well, you know, uh, you know that's I I hope I actually hope um, that that happens because yeah. because that is a series that should ha- should be more widely heard. Yeah. It you know I mean it it is very much worthwhile and it's it's. You know, it, and in the same way that I think you mentioned the other, the other one of the other conversations we had of uh, the greatest story ever told. Which, right. Again, I mean shows that are very much worth everybody hearing. Yes. Yeah. And I think that that's, I think that that's great that people are really that they get interested in it and they have a chance to listen to this. And the guy that was talking about the the uh, what was on during the winter and the summer is correct. Mm-hmm. During the summer they did, um, uh, Mark Van Doren, uh, and I cannot remember the other guy on the Eternal Light, they, they had conversations at least for at least over 10 years about some aspect of the Bible. Mm-hmm. And so that's what they would do during the summer is they would have 10 or maybe even more uh, interviews of, uh, about this and, and kind of, not lectures, but you know, mm-hmm. and it was very interesting stuff. <laughs> So, that's the deal Well, that. you know, I
0: just got thinking, I know who has a bunch of them. he got them after our friend Don Ashton. And so I should drop a note to ask Don how far up he got them. Yeah. When it's from 19, after 1968? Well, that's what I'm wondering, because he, he was given, Frank, was, uh, Don was given the NBC Archives. Oh. And, uh, from here on the West Coast. So he's housing that thing.
6: And it was also interesting, by the way, if yeah. somebody ever really gets into it, that because most of them uh, were done from the East Coast, but every year they would do well. I think after maybe the second or third year, mm-hmm. they would do a few from the West Coast, and so you could tell when it was the West Coast people, because of course you know they went yeah. over to all the West Coast people. But yeah. those were very very good stories too. That's true. And like I said, I was so surprised that I heard Ken Nordine, because you know. He was so famous for word jazz and, sure. you know, and stuff like that. Sure. But he was quite a good, uh, he was a great uh, broadcaster and, and whatever, so.
0: It's amazing.
6: So, anyway, well, listen, uh, so next week I may or may not, and then, then of course, we won't be talking to you in two weeks. Two weeks. But keep up the good work and um, keep the questions coming. I'm going to try to listen. I don't know... Uh, how much longer but I will certainly be taping it and I listen to it and of course I listen to you at, at double speed
2: <laughs>
6: that helps and uh, I listen to you at, at double speed um, but I it's the thing where the voice stays the same but the speed is higher I used to when I when I discovered double speed in high school uh-huh. just used to listen to it straight double speed when I was recording books and stuff and I got to where I could understand it at double speed and almost up to triple speed. Uh, oh, my.
0: That's sort of how I used to do my studying. I generally, I was using yep. my textbooks a week before the examination. Yep. So I That's
6: go. Right. That's right. Yep. Yep. A lot of us did that.
4: <laughs> so you're not joshing. You really do listen oh. to us? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I have a high enough voice as it is.
6: Uh, no, if if you if, um, the way the, the way the technology is today, pitch uh-huh. of your voice is not does not change. Only the speed, only the pauses between the words and the speed of the words changes, but your voice does not change in pitch.
4: Got it. I, otherwise, I'd sound like a mosquito.
6: No, no, no. You, it's, it's no. You sound, you know.
4: Okay. Not, not, as long as I'm not a mosquito.
6: No, no, no. Cool. Just talking just a little bit, a little bit faster than, you know, than normal. But that's, you know, like I said, a lot of, a lot of blind people, I think, uh, did that just to, just because listening to stuff was so, you know, so boring, just regular speed. Yeah. So anyway, I will let you go, but keep up the good work and I shall be talking to you.
4: Well, I'm glad you're getting good news.
6: Yeah, you... me too. Talk to you later.
0: All right, Kurt. Thank you. Hey, it's 714-545-2071. That is our magic hotline. Our it, and it's not red, by the way.
4: Pardon?
0: It's not red, but you can call it anyway.
4: What color is it?
0: That's a good look. I bet you, I bet, if it's... If I remember when I had my shot, I bet it's probably one of those white, light white, you know, beige white kind of... Beigey kind of? Uh-huh.
4: Okay, yeah. that's acceptable. Yeah. Yeah. And I kind of envisioned you with maybe a red phone, but of course...
0: Yeah, I know. No, uh, I could and, and really, I'm a blue I love blue is my favorite color, so if oh, I you could, could get out blue, the- Oh, it's a
4: blue phone. Yeah, if
0: I could get out the paintbrush, we can go blue.
4: Well, if I told you it's blue, you'd be happy. Yeah, true. Well, I have some stuff for tonight. Stuff? Oh, boy, do I have- to.
0: Stuff?
4: Yes, and I- and I had to hurry.
0: Is she on her stuff. I beg your pardon? It's cheese on our stuff? Can I sprinkle cheese on
4: the stuff? Cheese? Cheese. Oh, that's, that's what you were saying. <laughs> no, you cannot sprinkle cheese on my stuff. Oh,
2: right.
4: Go eat cheese. I thought it was edible. My theme,
0: like, like, like macaroni and cheese.
4: My theme is not edible. We have a theme tonight, and then we have trivia, obviously, and I have history notes, and I have useless but fun information, and I even have some useful and fun information this time. And we have two shows again, and one of them is a surprise again. Can we play the surprise
6: Uh-huh. and when I get out there
5: I'm using uh, dial-up and uh, you know and my cell phone and all of that so it's kind of hard to get in but I didn't go up this weekend so I thought i'd uh, I'd get back to you
2: and here you are